Hello, you're listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a life coach specializing in confidence and career progression, I am a strong believer that success is very closely linked to having a positive mindset. I'll be sharing my own highs and lows from my past corporate career in IT sales and sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you to get ahead in your career. To help you to get these implemented today, you can catch the written episode on my blog, which is at www.rachelharriotcoaching.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, my ambitious ladies, and welcome back to season two of Achieve With Me. I hope you're all feeling geared up for the wonderful bank holiday weekend we have ahead of us, certainly here in the UK anyway. Personally, I'm going to be traveling down south to visit some old friends and hopefully get some sun. It's been really cloudy here, to be fair, last week. Um, I absolutely can't wait. Now, today's episode was a request from a listener a couple of weeks ago, and it's going to be focused around that all-important quarterly review. Now, there's quite a few different terms for this. Some may call it an appraisal, some may call it an evaluation. But what I'm talking about here is a performance review with your line manager at work. And these typically happen around once every three months. Actually, within some working environments, though, these happen just once per year, or at least in a formalised capacity anyway. The problem with this is, the less frequently this happens, the more anticipation you tend to build around it. Why? Well, because we tend to fear the unknown, I suppose. Now, having worked with many clients who are pursuing career development, there's actually been really mixed reviews about how they tend to feel about these reviews with their line managers. So I'm going to give you three views that I've tend to have picked up, really, and see which ones of these that you relate to. Number one, most popular, or not popular as the case may be, a lot of people fear their review or, or appraisal or whatever you want to call it. For ease purposes, I'll call it a review from now. So a lot of people fear this. They feel as though this is an opportunity for their manager to pick out all the things that you might have done wrong in the last three months. And they generally expect a negative outcome. They'll be sat there at their desks, watching others trot along into the boardroom before them. And tension just builds and builds as they wait to be called in. Now, the second group of people are people that just genuinely don't know what's going to come up. So this can often be the case where the relationship with your line manager isn't that great. And it can often cause distinct frustration if things do come up when they're not expected. What can tend to happen in this situation as well is that you don't get very much advance notice before these meetings, um, which tends to be as a result of poor planning on the line manager's part. So rather than knowing a few days in advance when it's going to be, being sent a meeting invite, you'll just simply get a, 
get a couple of hours notice and say, oh, we'll do your review this afternoon. And they don't even say when. And then the third group of people were people that absolutely loved their reviews. So these people loved an opportunity to almost pin down their managers and utilize the session to sort of bring together all of the burning questions that they've had, but might not have got a chance to speak about. So in this situation, it could be if there's been a lot of change in the organization and they really want to get their manager's view on, you know, how it might affect them or what could be coming up. Um, But it also could be surrounding any future opportunity. They might just want to discuss that. So these people are also likely to use this meeting as a bit of a platform to gauge the likelihood of something like a pay increase. However, like them or loathe them, these reviews are all part of maintaining your employment effectively. And unless you're planning to go self-employed or set your own business up or something, they're not going away. The thing is, we tend to approach these reviews in a similar way to, well, the most typical way we approach interviews. And what I mean by this is, We often see them as letting the line manager call the shots rather than having an input on what's discussed. Now, the good news is there are some great ways that you can begin to prepare for these meetings so that you can ensure that A, you get the most out of it, but B, that you leave the room feeling as though it's been a collaborative process rather than a bit of a whirlwind. So without further ado, I'm going to share my top five tips on how best to prepare for your review. Now, number one is to reflect back on your last review. So if you're new to the job, this might not be possible. So perhaps consider reflecting back on the last time that you discussed the role fundamentals. Uh, This could be like a second interview or maybe an email exchange in, in the first couple of weeks So you're reflecting back effectively on your last review if possible and thinking about how it went, what feedback you were given, how it might have been structured, it's important to remember if you can, and what input you had. Now it's important to revisit any goals or KPIs, uh, key performance indicators if you're not familiar with the term, you might have set at the time and ask yourself if you achieved them. If you did, make sure you plan to celebrate the hell out of them (laughs) and share some of the things that you feel that you did differently or uniquely to ensure that you got there. If you didn't achieve them, be really honest with yourself about why. Now, yes, of course, it's likely that there could be some reasons that the workplace contributed towards this, but let's be honest, nobody wants to hear it wasn't my fault. For example, let's say in your previous review, you agreed to begin mentoring somebody within the business who was less experienced than you. And in the meeting with your boss, you had requested some support with the structure for how these mentor sessions should have gone. Now, he or she, as in your boss, didn't get you the forms over. And so you just didn't do it. Now, you could say something along the lines of, In order for me to achieve this goal, we had planned for the structure documents to be shared, and I didn't hear back. 
upon reflection, I've realized I didn't follow up with you. And since then, I've begun using reminders in my diary, which is really helping me to be more proactive. I'll send a follow-up note off the back of today's meeting to start the ball rolling again, because I'm really keen to start to add value as a mentor. Now, another thing to reflect on is how far you actually got towards the goal. So what tends to happen when we're in a review is it's kind of a yes, no, did you do it or not? But if you've got a percentage-based target and you miss that target by, let's say, 5%, it's still pretty credible. And so it's important to think about how far you got and the process that you went through to get that far. The second point is... Ask your manager for the structure or agenda for the forthcoming review. Now, what this means is that you can ensure that you're prepared for what they'd like to go over, but you can also look for appropriate times to ask your questions or share your perspectives. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, they don't really tend to use the structure, they just talk. Honestly, it's likely that they are given a structure by human resources or a director team because they have to keep the reviews fair and consistent. So you have a right to understand this. You have a right to understand what is on the agenda. Um, Think of it as a meeting between two equals rather than a daunting exchange with a superior. Now, unpopular opinion coming here, but it's got to be said, unfortunately, there are some managers that do see these reviews as a box-ticking exercise, in inverted commas. So what I mean by that is they know that they have to carry them out, so they carry them out, but there's less enthusiasm and preparation from their side. Whilst this is totally unfair... If they are just doing the review to say it's been done, then they are likely to not give you much time to speak or input because they'll probably be wanting to keep it quite short. It's important that you counter this by being really prepared and making sure that you know what you want to get out of it. Also, in some cases, the review might be due but doesn't go ahead or it keeps being rescheduled. It's absolutely vital that you insist it goes ahead and request a revised date if it does get cancelled. Number three. Now, outside of your formalised goals or KPIs, start to collect together examples of your achievements. Now, these don't have to be huge things, but things that were an achievement for you. Consider any times you've gone over and above and you know that you've done something that others don't. And also think about times that you've maybe recognised somebody else's efforts or worked with another team and showed that cross-collaboration. Have a note of these and if there's an appropriate moment, which there should be if you've asked for the agenda because you'll know, if there's an appropriate moment you can pick a couple of these and if you're a bit nervous about sort of how to bring it up, you can introduce them in a way such as I'm really proud of how I've developed in the following ways, and then share the detail. I'd love to keep up the momentum, and I want to challenge myself. Also, make sure when you start to set your new goals together, so obviously your your goals for the forthcoming period, make sure that you're setting these goals, that they align with your longer-term career desires. Because if there's 
a bit of a misalignment between what your boss thinks you ought to be achieving versus what you want to work on. The main thing is that you work on what they've asked you to, but don't be afraid to set your own personal goals in addition to what they've asked you to do. Number four, before your review happens, make sure that you take the time to assess how happy and fulfilled you feel within your role. Could it be that you're ready for more responsibility? Do you feel that your skills could be best utilised elsewhere, perhaps in a different role or another department? This is a great place to really take stock and use the meeting as a platform to explain how you feel and more importantly, what you were proposing. Yes, you. It's important that we begin to co-create our career paths so that we have the best chance of being fulfilled in the work that we're doing. If you want change, think about a potential change from a perspective that benefits both you and, of course, the business. Now, I'm sure you already know this, but managers can often be lazy. And if they're not in a creative mood, the less detail you give them, the more likely they are to delay exploring any alternative options for you. So, if you come prepared with your suggestion and your manager says something like, it's great that you want to progress, but I just don't think you're quite there yet. You can turn around and say, thank you for your feedback. I really appreciate that. What would you need to see from me to prove that I am ready? And then it's up to your manager to give you some fundamental things that you can go ahead and achieve and then you can agree a date to review this again. But what you're doing by asking this is making sure that your career progression is on their radar. And so number five on the back of that is really just to make sure that you ensure that you send over your own notes, like a summary of what's been discussed, via email to make sure that you've highlighted exactly what's been agreed. Now, going back to the point on structure um, that we discussed earlier, if you work for a larger organisation, it's likely that there's a particular format that is followed by the line manager, or they may share or log their notes separately. But they do have to capture what's been discussed. And it's really important for you to voice your interpretation of what was discussed in a concise and fact-based way. Now remember, keyword being fact-based here, um, don't be tempted to add any emotion into the notes there. If something's been discussed that did kind of spark an emotional response from you, make sure that you keep it fact fact-based so that when you look back on it, you know, there's not going to be any confusion later down the line as to what actually went on within the meeting. At that point, there's a possibility they can come back and correct anything that you've written, which you might think is a bad thing, but actually it's really positive because it shows that there's been a misalignment in interpretation and you're correcting each other to make sure you're on the same page. Transparency is so, so important. So that's it. That's my top five. Now, these were a very basic run through of some of my preparation pointers. But if you do want to learn more, make sure to message me on Instagram. It's at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And I'll share with you the link to my cheat sheet, 
which is based all around this very subject and it offers not five but ten of my best tips to smash your next appraisal. I hope this was useful. I would absolutely love to hear from you if you put it into practice. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to season two of the Achieve With Me podcast. I'd absolutely love to hear from you if there's any other workplace challenges you're facing at the moment that you'd like me to consider doing an episode on. Please do follow me on Instagram, which is at Rachel Harriet Coaching. And remember, you can visit my website, www.rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk to revisit some of these topics in my blog or if you want to learn more about one-to-one coaching. Have a wonderful day.